I'll tell you. Okay. Oh, great. Now we're going to get into That's the thing is they get super long winded. I have to edit him out all the time. That's have you watched any of the shows lately? Have Listen, I watched have you, have you, have you, I don't know if I can watch. I haven't watched any of it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Film Hustlers. You got it right, Dave. I finally Dave. got it right, you know, because you I've been, we've right. been, we changed our name. Yeah. It's our fourth season. I just want people to know that this fourth season, we're making a movie. That's Film right. Hustlers are making a movie. And. Part of the reason we want to do it is because we're always telling people how to do it and we're always giving people advice and we're always acting like we know everything and the truth is we don't know anything like nothing we say can be taken uh literally right you can't like take our words and go make a movie that can't happen right you have to live it and work it and do it so we decided we're going to make our own movie and i have an announcement not 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 a killer announcement no 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 not, not an announcement like that but i do want to say we did decide on a, on a story, yep. great story that Tootie came up with. Uh, we, we went into competition on which story we're going to do. We all pitched something, and it turns out Tootie had the best idea. Yep. Really odd. Mr. That, Pitcher yeah. over there, Nolan Ryan, didn't come through. No, That's I did okay. not. I, I threw the heat, though. I did <laughs> throw the heat. You threw your 90 mile hour. You brought it. You brought it. Curve I, brought it. I, I thought curve. I brought it, but uh, but no, uh, Tootie's idea was great, and I spoke to an actor, a very well-known actor last yeah. night. Good he's friend. Been on the show, he's been on the show. Ooh, you can Ooh, figure this out. Nice. He's Latino. Oh, yeah. Okay, you can figure this out. You got to go way back. Uh, but anyway, very interested. Wants to develop the the character with us, and uh, and I don't know. It could be a really cool thing. So that's to come in upcoming episodes. So I just wanted to make a little announcement, let you guys know where we were at. So cool. get your pencil and pen out and, and old, your piece he's, of paper. He's old, he, pencil and pen. Who uses a freaking <laughs> pencil and pen Bro, anymore? Just rewind the episode. <laughs> oh my god! And, uh, and start paying attention. But today, as we always promise, we have great guests that talk about their lives and how they got into show business and what they're doing and and how they're. Con- Continuing their art, and uh, we have Carla Jimenez on the show today. Yay! <laughs> Carla, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> Get close to, don't mm-hmm. here, pull, turn that. All up. right, all right, there, there I'm here. Carla uh, and us, we all work together on a movie called Stepping Into the Holiday <laughs> that comes out this uh, this Christmas. I think. Yeah. I Carla think put a beating on Lopez. We I all did. love that. <laughs> you know his ass. You have to watch the movie to appreciate uh, a lot of the humor that we got in here, but it's it was a lot of fun. Mario Lopez plays uh, um, brother to uh, Carla Jimenez, um, who is uh, whose name is Marissa, which is Mario's real sister's name. That's cool. He loves naming. He does character. I don't know why. He doesn't even why. care about the plot. He's like, what's the name? What's yeah, what's the, the name of the character? Matter? Yeah, he no, he wants to know. Aww. He wants it to like mean something to him. So your name is Marissa. Very cool. In the movie, and the movie's terrific. And I know you haven't seen it, no. so I'll have to uh, I'll have to send you a copy. All right, an advanced copy so that you can have a look. But it's wonderful. It's coming right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, nice. Oh wow. They haven't officially told us mm-hmm. yet, but I'd be thinking about right after Thanksgiving, you'll be watching Stepping Into the Holidays with your family and a little turkey little and turkey. some tequila. Oh. Um, Double T, turkey Yeah, do- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so how did you get started? All right. Well, I was born in Westwood and I was uh, grew up in Simi Valley. So like from five, five on, we were in Simi Valley. Uh, we lived in Van Nuys actually for a couple years and then moved. Talk about not a straight line and also coincidences getting you where you are because nobody in my family is an actor. Nobody does any of that. And, you know, we're all, you know, I've come from two hardworking Latino parents. And actually, when I was um, seven, my mother had a stroke. So she, my father took care of her and, you know, four daughters. And so I always sang. That was the first thing I did was I was a singer. 
And it wasn't that that was going to be a career. I just did it. And my parents always approved of it and loved it. And then as I got older, I started um, just liking acting. I would play act a lot. And then I would do little plays in, in school. And when I was um, 18, I joined this theater group um, called the Moore Park Melodrama and Vaudeville Company. Like instead of Snow White, it was Snow White and the Seven Surfing Dwarfs. So <laughs> it was always just a little outside the realm so they could get away with like taking liberties with Disney stuff. Sorry about it, but you know. <laughs> and um, and then after the show, there would be like a little intermission and then there would be this hour vaudeville thing where we get to sing and dance and do all that. So um, I so made- So cool. Yeah, it was so cool. really fun. Yeah. And you know, you would, would boo the villain, you would hiss, you would yay the hero. If a good looking girl or guy walked by, uh, I, they would be like, humana, humana. Like they would, it was very cute. But I made some good friends and I had a friend who told me, uh, after I had done many shows there, <laughs> you need to branch out. Just please go anywhere else. <laughs> Just go. So I went to Glendale to do a show. I did. I got um, a lead role in South Pacific. And an agent saw me on the very last night. Wait, how old are you at this point? Oh, I was only 20. Okay, like 20. 20. Yeah, like 2021 20, so or like, something like that. So like three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, last, last year. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was 20 playing like some 50 year old, you know, like, because I was playing Buddy Mary, but it doesn't matter. I'm off. <laughs> um, but <laughs> the agent, you know, she found me and she was really cool. And I started working for her. And then it always seemed like people would guide me like they would be like, okay, your time is up here. You need to move here. So this same friend scouted for me an open call at the Mark Taper Forum. And he was like, you need to go here and do this because they're looking for these five Latina girls um, to do a show about growing up in East L.A. And it was beautiful. It was called Black Butterfly. And I auditioned and I got it. And I was non-union. I was competing against all these union people. And so um, because of that, I got this relationship with the Mark Taper Forum. I went to the Kennedy Center. Um, we performed in... Um, at the Actors, Actors Gang in Hollywood. And then I started working um, mm. at South Coast Repertory because of it. And um, so it, it just, it always seemed to snowball. It always seemed to go. And then I wasn't quite making enough money because theater doesn't pay a lot yeah. in LA. And I was- 10 bucks a show. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Even when you get to professional theater, it's not the greatest pay, but you do it because you love it. At least I did. And I was working this other job where I was a manager for this company. I wasn't happy. And I remember my father one day, he was a big old hard worker. He goes, quit. And I go, quit? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you're not happy. Quit. And I was like, but what am I supposed to do for money? And so he's, it's, he's like, it's going to, it'll figure itself out. It'll work itself out. No joke. I quit. And two weeks later, I booked my first national commercial. Wow. There you go. That filmed at the end of the block of the apartment I had just ah. rented oh with no gosh. way to know how I was going to pay for oh, that wow. apartment. <laughs> That's amazing. And I never looked back. Like, literally, yeah. I just started working and it just kept going. But amazing. you spent a lot of time in high school and yeah. after high school, like in, in performing and, yeah. and being in it, right? Well, even so. younger, because you started singing at what age? Seven? Like, well, no, always. Apparently, my sister said, like, um, uh, you know, we went to see Greece. I mean, I don't even remember it. I must have been like two or something. The I movie? Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because they're all, my sisters are older than me. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I was singing then. I just always liked singing. It was just that I always also liked studying people. I liked watching movies and really watching them. And I always wanted to play act like them. Yeah. So it, it just came in. It was just innate in me. Like, Did you ever perform or sing Stranded at the Drive-In? Branded uh, a fool. Branded a fool. <laughs> 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 what would they say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Monday at school. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. You, can't, a, you, you can't play with this, Robert. No, that was too no, much. No, no. No, you, no I sang all the Grease songs. Yeah, so you, so you knew. That wasn't mine. That was John Travolta. Yeah, it was John Travolta. Yeah. So you so you did um, Hopelessly Devoted. I yeah, did, of course. Of course. <laughs> I think, I, I used to sing a lot when I was a kid, too. I yeah. played the piano. I, Roberts I, has a great story. He won't let me tell it. Oh, over some beers he hates coming of age movies for some reason as an independent filmmaker I don't know why because that's the that's the ticket but his story would make an Oscar winning coming of age film Oscar winning like what what coming of age film has ever won an Oscar I'm just kidding hey uh, (laughs) oh my god I know know, know exactly but I do let's get back to Carla for a second (laughs) so Please. I want to say so amazing. By the way, amazing that 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 was your trajectory, and it's yeah. kind of it's kind of cool because it feels like a lot of times in our lives, in our professional lives, mm-hmm. there's like the guardian angels, right? Yes. There's someone who says, "Hey, 100. you should yeah. do this," and it's kind of it's kind of cool that mm-hmm. you were able to take the advice of people going, "Hey, you should do this," or go audition for that, because not a lot of people do. Yeah, you know, I think you, I think you're all. You also have to be brave, and you also have to be courageous. And you, yeah. I think I was going to say were, it's yeah. about making yourself uncomfortable because yeah. I would be comfortable, and then a friend of mine would be like, "No, no, no, move out of that box," and yeah. it would be a little scary, but I do it, and then it would seem to expand, and that's kind of how I would always move. Yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. pretty amazing. I always tell people yeah. like. Uh, you know, tomorrow is a magical place and and there's great things happening out in the world. And, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I know that because it asked about you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take some chances and take some risks. Mm-hmm. And if someone says, you know, go audition for that or do that, you should do it, yeah. you know, because you never know what's going to happen. But congratulations on your career. Oh, and I got to say this. Um, mm-hmm. When we were casting for Stepping Into the Holiday, mm-hmm. We, you know, Mario, myself, I think we were probably all there yeah. when we saw your tape, right? <laughs> and I, and whatever, whoever put that tape together is pretty cool oh, because. Oh, my editor, yeah. Yeah, because the mic is in there, mm-hmm. right? And there's some scenes in there that I remember watching the tape. <laughs> I remember watching the tape and I remember there was this one scene where you're out on the street and I don't know, oh, you're, you're yes. super excited. And then all of a sudden in the middle of your sentence, you fall asleep. No. And then you come back. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? No. Okay. So yeah, not really, but in the, the character was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're having this conversation, and all yes. of a sudden you're like, yes. And then you're back, right? And then you're back. So I saw that, and I laughed, and then I rewound it, and I laughed, and I rewound it, <laughs> and then I said, I have to show this to Mario. Yeah. And I, we, we, I came over, and I said, you guys have to see Carla Jimenez's tape, and we, sh- I showed the tape, and I swear, I think every time that that scene hit everyone was convinced like she oh ha- we have to get her and it was funny because i was it was this weird moment where i thought we're not going to get her there's no way she's going to do this movie there's no way she's doing a christmas movie she's super like beyond it right that's what yeah. i thought in my head like okay. i was like we're never going to get her that's why i was so nervous when we had the zoom with um, you because i said mar you got to be on this zoom because we got to convince her to do we, that we're super cool and that she's got to yeah. do this yeah. right so anyway we had the zoom with you and we ended up doing the movie together but uh, but i gotta say your tape is really really good thank you oh, yeah. thank you i will tell you i'm going to tell you a little story about that scene so basically 
so the care so my character in that show progressed and she was this like she was this very meek housekeeper that ends up becoming best friends with the lead woman and then all bets are off and suddenly that this is why i loved the show so much because it wasn't just a housekeeper and you know like boss and whatever relationship we became friends and that was gone that whole aspect was out the window and with that also went um what you would expect of somebody who was a meek housekeeper right. like she started drinking my character started drinking and she's doing drugs and it's all because she was being introduced to it by this other woman so by the time and I, she was cheering you on right in the show she, she's like yeah because yeah, she was girl, doing it yeah that's so hilarious she was doing it and then she got me and then i got excited because it was like a taste of life i had never had so it was all this creative freedom to do this stuff and that one episode um, it was directed by Richie Keen, and I love him. He's a great director. And he, um, I had to be on mushrooms. I, I don't drink. I don't do anything. I actually, in real life, I'm, I'm, it's like so, I'm so boring. But like. Um, <laughs> you like to travel. I travel. Yeah. I travel. Because every I day travel. after when we would rap, you would be like, hey, can I get the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really had, we had limited cars. And Robert's like, yeah. Of course you can. Of course you can. Thank you for that. Of course. That was very sweet. But like, yes, I do like to travel. But I had to be on mushrooms. I was freaking out. I was like, I don't know what to do. So I started YouTubing some videos, <laughs> like in between, and just getting a sense of like, what would they do? So Richie's like, just go, just do whatever you want. And literally that entire, there's like an improv laugh for like, I think it goes on for like 30 seconds or maybe 45 seconds and then I fall asleep <laughs> and um, and then I started doing like hand trails <laughs> with my hands because I figured oh and it turned out so much better because I was so scared I was just really faking it yeah the way he cut it together and the way it, came, it ended up being something yeah. people talk you just, about you just mm. reminded me that's right you're laughing hysterically and then you fall directly asleep yes. which is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the minute I showed that tape, like to anybody, to even our casting directors, they were just like, "Oh my god!" Like if we can get her, like this would be the best thing because yeah. we were, we were just looking for someone to, you know, uh, act, to help Mario in, you know, and to play off of him, and 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 it just ended up being perfect. It's it's not it's not easy all the time to find the right chemistry between people you yeah. know and it, and it was just really neat to find you and it was really neat that you were available and you were able to do it you know and you know what i really really enjoyed it i really did i um i love coming into something you guys like are all so great as a team and you bring this kind of like with mario um, well, not Mario, not these guys. You're talking about me. Oh, just, yeah, yeah, just, just me. Yeah, yeah sorry. No. That's what I meant. No, you guys, you guys. Uh, yeah, fall asleep, um, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, it's just a way of working that I wish would happen in Hollywood more. And it's oh. just this, I don't even know, camaraderie or like just, you feel safe. Yeah. So you can do what you want because you can feel safe. Yeah, I had um, I had a really emotional moment when we were at our rap party. You know, mm -hmm. when I, I I did a little speech and yeah. I thanked everyone for being part of it. But I it, but it. there <laughs> there is there is a beautiful yeah. there's something really beautiful about being in a business where you can work with your friends mm -hmm. and that every day you wake up and you show up and it's like Tootie and it's Davy Dave and yeah. it's you know and it's uh, even David Kendall that we knew from before. Yeah. But but to be there with Mario and to be with all these guys and mm -hmm. to know that like these are your best friends in life and you're doing a business and you're getting paid for it um 
is beautiful, you know, and then to have yeah. you show up and be part of that, uh, it was neat, you know, and, 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 you know, look, not always are you working on studio pictures where mm-hmm. it's like tons and tons of money, you know, like these films are not made for a lot of money. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it, it was cool. Like, you know, out, you know, you and I were driving to set for a whole week together. Yeah. It was you, me and, and Jeff, the other producer. Yes. And, you know, we're traveling together in the same car and, and, um, and it was happening for all of us, right? Yeah. We were all sort of, teaming up and you know driving people these guys were getting driven by esterman which was always <laughs> oh, an, always an adventure oh, yeah. no we got 120 miles an hour that's what he would drive in the white couple and we the... got pulled over eventually oh, inevitable and luckily lopez was in the car but he's on his phone oh, the whole right. time I forgot it. Yeah. so you didn't even notice that he was going 120 miles an hour when that's i would good. say esterman slow down and he would look up and goes esterman why are you going so fast He's like, you told me because we're late. I know, but we've got to get there. We don't want to die. I was like, that's a good point, Lopez. Slow down, Esterman. At least oh, ninety, just ninety. Oh my god! But yeah, it's fun. It's fun, yeah. and it's um, and it's a, and it's, and I feel like it's a gift. Like you, yeah. you, I don't, I don't take it for granted. Every mm-hmm. day that we woke up, and even, even making you a, like a little, a little coffee in the morning for my French press. You know, you know, we work with Sapna Vias over at uh, at Lifetime, and she's mm-hmm. an amazing partner too. So, you know, everything about what we do is. Uh, has been super comfortable and and this movie stepping into the holidays coming yeah. in december carla jimenez you're amazing in it oh. and mario and and jana uh kramer Davey dave too what are you can david dave's, dave's in there dave's in it. you're oh, in there right. too but you know oh, yeah. you didn't want to be in it but, <laughs> but david dave was a ventriloquist i like that one before we get completely going here i just want to thank our friends over at extrememusic.com for creating an amazing service now listen to me very carefully if you're a filmmaker if you create content of any sort Go to ExtremeMusic.com. They have the most amazing array of composers, of bands, of singers. When I did Feliz Navidad, I um, I needed a lot of acapella stuff. And they had the most amazing acapella versions of Christmas songs that I've ever heard. In fact, I still go back and listen to them and think, wow, these, these, are, uh, these are really great cuts. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for drama, if you're looking for something to feel like a like a, a dynamic score, like a John Williams score, or if you're looking to just have like comedy moments, or if you're looking for um, a love moment, an intimate moment, a family moment, you know, Spanish guitar, uh, a saxophone, they really do have it all. And I can't stress enough their system, how easy it is to use. You go on there, you sign up, you create your folders. If you have different projects, each, each folder can be a project. Each folder could be different types of music. You know, sometimes you can't afford a composer for your movie, so you have to get creative, pay a little bit less money, go find the music you like on extrememusic.com, uh, and you can also adjust it, change it, find different versions of it. You want instrumental, you want vocals, you want less instrument, less percussion. They do it all. Extrememusic.com. Check them out. It's a neat thing to be able to work with people that you like and you know and and you're you're telling a story about about working with a director that that Mm -hmm. was um that let you do what you wanted to do and and that you were able to get creative and it turns out that you did something unique and funny and that that by the way across the board everyone thought was hilarious which i'm sure i'm sure people comment on it all the time yeah no they do and but but again i find that you know that director like when i'd run across directors like that which i had a very fortunate amount of in the mic. I mean, even even Longoria came and directed a couple episodes. And there's something about like when you get people that are just good people on the inside, 
that's what I mean about safe. Like you feel like, yeah, then I can do anything because you don't feel constricted or judged or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. that can happen. You know that can happen yeah, in a, yeah. some big budget sets. It's like they lack that heart. And so you just kind of come in, do your job and leave. Yeah. You know? But does I it not, happen? Does it happen on big movies? Like of course it does. Oh, gosh. Like no. where the director is difficult or... Di- it's not difficult. It's just that the... Um, it's just that there's such a... A hierarchy or like it just feels removed it yeah. just sometimes i'm i'm just not a person i've never been a person that's like a schmoozer that's like i want to know people genuinely yeah. so if i come to a situation where i feel there are walls up and and that you know it's hollywood it's going to happen it just informs me to be like, okay, then I'm, I guess I'm not going to have um, a conversation with that person. Like, I'll just come in, be professional, do my job. And, and that's fine. You can. But it is nice when you find a family feel. Yeah. I think smaller films, too, have that because everybody yes. cares. Yes. That's the thing. Big budget movies, yeah. your people are getting paid. They don't give a shit. They just want to get out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to lie to you. I did yeah, yeah, a movie, I, which I will not name names. And um, <laughs> it was not. It was anything but good. And that was a small budget. Yeah. So. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, it happens too. Yeah. That happens too. See, yeah. Tootie, be careful. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I, I, I had the pleasure back to me. Um, Shocker. I know. I don't know why I do this. Let's bring it back I, to Mark. I had yeah. the pleasure uh, when I was younger of working on like Three Amigos, which was the biggest. <gasps> I love that movie. Yeah, it was yeah. the biggest budgeted film of that year. And you had like John Landis directing and oh you gosh. had, you know, all these guys, yeah. uh, Martin Short, Chevy Chase. Right. But they were all big stars by, by that time. Yeah. So they were. Not, they were friends, but yeah. they had become bigger than themselves in a way. So they weren't very nice to each other at all, oh, ever. Except for Martin Short. Martin Short didn't care because he was the new guy. So he was entertaining everyone, <laughs> yeah. having a good time. But all the rest of them were like rich and they had already been tainted. They just didn't, you know, they didn't want to be there. But how the ironic that now Martin Short and Steve Martin are doing uh, Murders in the Building. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they look. And they're Amazing. having a great time. Like, yeah, they're probably they having, look exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. By the way, can I just tell you something? Because um, my one of my good friends, I met him years ago. Um, his name's Benito Martinez, mm-hmm. and his sister Benita was the love interest to Chevy Chase. Oh, I know her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So her. it's just so funny because I remember yeah. like a long time ago when he told me, "Oh yeah, I remember when they did that," and my sister was. I was like, oh, that's crazy. But uh, but yeah, they they've all stuck around, and yeah, Martin Short and and uh, Steve Martin look amazing. They you know? do, and they're funny as ever. They are funny as ever. Yeah. It's a good show. That's a good. Maybe show. Maybe they came full circle. Maybe yeah, they came yeah. full circle. I'm assuming they did. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if they made it. You think they made any money? Um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I hope they're doing okay. Yeah, I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> so the one thing I did want to ask you, yeah. I know that you recently wrote a script. Yes. And I read it, and it's mm. fabulous. Mm. It's amazing. It's hilarious. <laughs> It's Thank a lot you. of fun. Yeah, you did a great job. Thank you. Um, did you, by any chance, use yeah. we at wescreenplay.com or did you not? I did. Did you like them or did you? I did. Okay, good. A lot. Okay, good. I used them. I think I told you about them. Yes. And I think they're terrific. And, um, and you know, I've gotten nothing but good results from... What's it from called, Robert? Wescreenplay.com. Wescreenplay.com? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was very cool. Like Super you know, pricey? Uh, no, actually, like seventy-five really? bucks, seventy-eight bucks, or something. Yeah, to get an evaluation. You, the thing I liked about it is because 
I've written short films, like two to five minutes, and I've actually like directed and filmed them myself. But I mean, I'm talking like I did everything myself. Like Titty. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. I made a feature of oh, it. for okay. 20 grand. I shot in six days. It's on oh. Amazon. You can watch it. Made no, in Mexico. Mine was like less than 20,000. <laughs> mine was like a dollar. No, uh, <laughs> I've done but, that too. <laughs> but like, you know, I'm just like, just two to five minutes. I've written them, d- done them. I got this idea for this screenplay, and I actually just... M- did it and went full out and did a screenplay. And so by the time we got to shooting Stepping Into the Holidays, um, I asked Mark because I I didn't know, I felt stuck. Like I felt like I kept looking at it going, I know parts need to be trimmed. I know there needs to be some structure. I just can't see it. I can't figure it out because I haven't done it a lot. And he suggested the Wii screenplay. And... um, the first they they the first thing they did was pinpoint exactly what I wanted. I couldn't like think about like I couldn't get it out, and that drove a whole new direction to it to like reshape it. And by the time he got it, like I was able to shave, uh, I think uh, what like nine pages off, and then after him another six pages. So I'm getting it really refined. It read really it read really well. Yeah. You know some scripts. I always suggest you not turn you never hand someone a script that's more than 110 pages yeah but sometimes scripts read quite fast you know and your script did not feel like 120 pages felt like about 98 so it, yeah. it felt and it was very very well written um, but I was just wondering about that because yeah. you know I went to we screenplay because I got tired of asking my friends to read my scripts because mm-hmm. next thing you know it's like four weeks five weeks and then yeah. I wasn't and then I don't get really good feedback because they're like oh no I liked it a lot I was like well, that, that's I, I it sounds like know. you with my shit yeah well what I, <laughs> well because I think when you know the voice of the person writing it, you have a tendency not to be as critical, yeah. you know, but we screenplay was pretty cool because even when I sent, you know, look, I'm going to say this because I think it's important to say, but like when you write a script and you mm-hmm. send it to someone for coverage, you should consider everything that someone says negatively yeah. about your script. And oh, 100%. I changed yeah. everything that they suggested until I, until the last time I sent it, which I didn't get any constructive feedback which i thought oh okay so i'm done <laughs> now yeah. i'm done like there's nothing else to wow. do because they they didn't have anything else to say but um but i'm glad you used them i think i yeah. think they're an interesting way to spend a, a not a lot of money to get coverage mm-hmm. that literally covers the characters the dialogue it, it tells you whether or not it's interesting in terms of a concept or and not. they and really cover good. it yeah. like they really give you mm. great feedback and that was another thing that was one of the first things i said to mark when i was asking for advice i said the other thing other than cutting into it is i want somebody who does not know my voice right i did i didn't want to give it to friends i wasn't i wasn't trying to i only had one friend that i gave it to because she was editing it other than that i was like i don't want anyone to see this because i don't want them just telling me oh it's a good script and moving on yeah i want to be constructive i really want to take that criticism and fix it well i'm glad i'm glad we're working with we screenplay that's kind of fun yeah they're not sponsors of the show just so you know they should be be. i'm all hyped up i'm already thinking of how many scripts i'm gonna (laughs) send them (laughs) but um so it's like 75 bucks a pop that's it about yeah just about maybe give or take a dollar or two um but i do want to talk to you about your independent work and about the work that you've done filmmaking on your own mm-hmm. when you decide to do a movie whether it's five minutes two minutes three ten minutes yeah. whatever you decide like why do you do it do you do it just because you have the, a creative uh, fire in you or what, what's the reason that you put things on film um i think well first of all my sister um one of my sisters 
she did go to San Francisco to study being a director, which she ended up not doing. <laughs> but in the little time that she was interested in it, she would do these things. She would do these. And I always thought they were cool. So I started um, because I always had ideas. I always think something's funny. And I have a great best friend that we can take we could riff on something. We could find an idea and we just laugh and we keep rolling it and it becomes this huge story. So I'm like, why don't I just start writing little stories? So one of the ones I wrote was because um, it was called Charming Single and I have a walk-in closet, but I don't have a big apartment, but it just happens to have a walk-in closet that's not quite big enough to be a bedroom, but it could, it could kind of be. So I thought, what if somebody <laughs> was moving to LA and they see an ad for an apartment and it's this, it's this, it's the closet. <laughs> and so I did this like little two, three minutes short and I wrote it out and I had a couple friends, you know, help me film it. And it was just creative energy. And then I cameoed in it. I don't like to be in the stuff that I produce. Like even the screenplay, technically, technically I'm the lead because that's who I put myself, my voice, but I don't want to play it. I want it to be someone else. But I love the creative aspect. I've always liked directing. I've always liked helping people and telling them what to do in scenes. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it just fuels that desire. Just, yeah, that's yeah. neat. I mean, I think, uh, I think we all share that in common, right? Is that yeah. you, you, want, you have this fire to be creative and, you know, and the technology these days has made it very easy oh, totally. to be able yeah. to like go out and, you know, I edit a lot of my own stuff. I edit the show myself. Um, that's why David Dave and I are cut out all the time because he edits <laughs> the show. Yeah. Well, that's part of the reason, right? <laughs> Welcome now, to Phil Musters, Mark Roberts show. Uh, and then all my stories, Tim. That's it. Thanks for coming on. Um, but no, I think I think yeah. it, I think it's neat, you know. And I think um, you know, for people listening, you know, mm. it's you. Got, sometimes the hardest thing is just doing it, you know, getting yes. it started, and then you yeah. get used to it, you know. Like Titty, yeah. you know, you do your movies. At first, it was probably like a little daunting, and next thing you know, you're like you're throwing your hat over the fence, and you got to go get it. There's no choice, right? <laughs> and you end up making a full feature yeah. that you got on all oh the hotel gosh. channels and made all your money back. This guy made all his money and back on streamers. It's on Amazon, yeah. Apple TV, iTunes. All his investors yeah. got their money back, which yeah. is pretty very remarkable, cool. Ra yeah. very rare. But if you have a creative fire to do stuff, it could be two minutes, three minutes, yeah. five minutes. It could be a feature, whatever it is. Mm. You can shoot it even on your iphone if you yeah. want to put it into iMovie which right there on your mac it's free yeah yep. and you, and if you don't want to use the template because you're super creative fine put it put in your own music yeah. and make your own trailer but the template really helped me and in the future i used it mm. and i removed all of the things that made it seem like a yeah like an iMovie oh and really yeah there i started getting rid of it so you yeah. start getting creative because you learn but but i think i think it's neat that you know when you're in the business as an actress or whatever mm -hmm that you end up uh, having a desire to write, you know, to write, yeah. write stuff and to get it out there and to produce stuff and to direct. Mm -hmm. Like media is so powerful now that you can direct and act and you can create your own thing. Now there's predators, people that produce and edit yeah. and direct yeah. and do everything. And there's write. Mario Lopez who, Seriously. who TV, does. radio, <laughs> oh my God. So, podcast. So, what doesn't he do? Right. So that advice doesn't work in edit today's. And shoot. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't edit. edit. That's you the one shoot. thing. He's Fred Flintstone. That's ah, why David Dave. Right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I think it's neat. I think people mm. should do um, anything they can to get yeah. their voice out 
out there to get their images out there to get you know to mm-hmm. produce things that they think are interesting and and that might make a difference you know i mean i mm-hmm. think it's hard to uh to produce product that's unique and different and if you have a great idea you should be doing them you know yep. yeah if you have a great voice yeah. well also the last couple of years kind of forced you know actors to feel like is that all we want to do or do we want to do other things it doesn't have to necessarily be writer or whatever it could be another venue entirely but for me i was like the work isn't coming in because covid's killed killing everything you know like film and tv and all that so what do i want to do and that's why i had this story and i was like this is the best time to just put it down to just write it and why not and so that's that's what I did because I wanted to stay creative. So that's that was my Well, I'm gonna say this, you're super talented. <laughs> you're you're great to work with. I really hope that this isn't the last movie we do together. I hope we do I something so. soon and uh, and that we do something great that we all work together, yeah. hopefully. But uh, but you are talented. We really appreciate you being on the show and telling people and inspiring others to uh, to get their dreams, um, you know, out there and do their shows and their movies and write their stuff. Teddy, are you inspired? I'm always inspired, <laughs> but even more so. I'm inspired. My son is is in theater and he's out by where Carla grew, uh, yeah. grew up. And you know, um, I was picking her brain before the show about different things but uh, I'm inspired Robert yeah, let's I'm go make a up. movie I want to go to Moore Park Come and on. make a movie that's where you want I like Moore Park <laughs> I mean I live in Thousand Oaks but I like Moore Park yeah, yeah what's so. the what's the farm out there uh, that everybody goes to we go there every for it to get yeah you go there too to get your pumpkin yeah what's it called oh I didn't know there was a pumpkin there. oh no it's like famous uh, Moore Park pumpkin oh no it's not Moore Park pumpkin <laughs> Jesus <laughs> come on Robert <laughs> Anyway, yes. I'm gonna cut all this out, all you know. Right. But uh, but anyway, I do thank you for being on the show. Congratulations thank on your awesome you. career. Congratulations on stepping into the holiday coming <laughs> this uh, holiday season. Number one. Right. Yeah, <laughs> here we go, baby. Number one. And then uh, and then hopefully we'll get you on the show again uh, whatever, whenever you want to talk about something Great. else. Thank yeah. you. Thank all right. you. Thanks, guys. Good job, Robert. <laughs> Yay.